Before the Caps hit the airwaves, however, the BC Lions will on AM 730 as they take on the Calgary Stampeders over at McMahon Stadium. And up in the broadcast booth will be Bob the Moj Marjanovic calling the game for us here on AM 730. The Moj is on the line from Calgary right now. Bob, good morning. Good morning, Sterling. Watched another really entertaining CFL game last night. The Hamilton-Toronto game went right to the very last play. Uh, The league is being really entertaining this year, Bob, and the BC Lions are the real deal, too, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, you look at what this team has done off to a great start, and, of course, the big story of the season has been Nathan Rourke, who it's like a video game for him right now, to be honest. I mean, when you look at his completion percentage of 81.3, it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Yep. And then 21 touchdowns to six interceptions. He's just putting up fantastic numbers. And, you know, they're they're putting up a lot of points. They're playing entertaining football. And, and you know, the defense is holding up their end of the bargain as well. Indeed. Now, they've only lost the one game, and that was to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And after the game was over, the coach said, well, we were beaten by a better team. They're up against another really good team in Calgary this afternoon. I would say pretty evenly matched. How are you looking at the outcome today, Bob? Yeah, I mean, I'd probably use the word evenly matched. This isn't, you know, the powerhouse Calgary team that we've seen in the past. Right. Um, Bo Levi Mitchell, uh, I would say, has been, you know, for the most part, average. He's shown some signs of, you know, the old Bo Levi Mitchell, but um, he's kind of struggled. Seven touchdowns to four interceptions, completion percentage at 62.4. Calgary comes into this game without their leading receiver in Malik Henry, who is um, he's out of the lineup, as well as Jameer Thurman, their starting linebacker, and basically the captain of their defense. Mm-hmm. So two big hits injury-wise that should bode well for the Lions. Lions will come into the game without running back James Butler and without cornerback Delvin Bro. But when I look at the people around in that secondary, I don't think Bro is that much of a hit. Well, I mean, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But the point that I'm making is you have so many other great complementary pieces in that secondary, which is arguably the best in the league. And then will James Butler will find out. We'll find out what Bruce Anderson brings to the table. So, kid out of North Dakota via Miami, so uh, or pardon me, Tampa Bay. So we'll see what he brings to the table tonight in terms of the running game. You were talking about Nathan Rourke, this red-hot Canadian kid quarterback for the BC Lions and some of his phenomenal numbers. Uh, Credit where it's due here, Moj, because you don't get that kind of completion record unless you have time to throw the pass before somebody jumps in your face. So let's give a little credit to that offensive line too, huh? Yeah, the offensive line has done a really good job, and I think you also have to credit offensive coordinator Jordan Simic, who, you know, um, can call plays knowing that they'll be executed by Nathan. But I think the big thing with Nathan is this. Number one, he does an unbelievable job in terms of preparation, in terms of film work, in terms of physical preparation, all of it. And with that comes confidence. And when he gets into the game, there's no paralysis by analysis. He has the ability to process what a defense gives him. And if you, know, if you want a real good indicator of that. All you have to do is look at the Lions receiving numbers and see how evenly spread out they are. That's true, yeah. Top four or five receivers. And that's because when Nathan's a quarterback, he doesn't zero in on one receiver. Perhaps you call a play where this receiver should be open. Well, Nathan will look at that receiver, and if he's not there, he'll go to his second read. Then he'll go to his third read. So he's a quarterback who, you know, distributes the football according to what the defense gives him, and he does a great job of doing it. Well, it's that, it's that ability to ad-lib, too, Modes, that makes defenses absolutely nuts because how do you, how do you stop that? If, if you, you, you know where he's likely to go, and you set up your defense that way, and, geez, he just moves on past that. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's when Nathan is most effective. Not necessarily when he runs all the time or scrambles or gets out of trouble. And, you know, a lot of times in those situations, your offensive line has broken down, and then it becomes sandlot football with, you know, scramble rules in effect. But I think the one thing that if Nathan has that, if we can put the element of fear into a defensive line and the fact that he will break contain or he will run, Mm -hmm. or even if they change their launch point, you know, roll them out and make them throw the ball, I think that bodes well for him because it just takes the edge off of a defense because their whole concern as a defensive line is to contain them within the pocket. Um, and if you get a quarterback scrambling around, and like you said, when he breaks contain and he gets outside the tackles, now he's running sand in the open field. Well, two things are happening. One, if the defense is playing man-to-man, the defenders are running with their back towards the line of scrimmage. <laughs> right. So in those instances, Nathan Rourke's going to pick up a big chunk of yardage. Um, the other thing is if they're playing zone, well, now you put that defender that's playing zone on that side in an island because do I cover my zone or do I come up and try to tackle Rourke before he gets a first down? If you come up, Rourke then has the ability just to dump the ball over your head to a receiver. If you don't come up, then Nathan Rourke can scramble for a first down. So he really puts defenders on an island once he gets outside the tackles. Interesting stuff. And, you know, Rourke is, is a phenomenal kid to watch and lots of fun. And the fact that he's Canadian is just a romantically appealing to uh, his fans locally. But it's about the local fans that I want to talk to you about for a second, Moj, before I let you go. And that's how many local fans are going to only discover Nathan Rourke after he leaves and goes to the NFL? How do we get more fans into BC Place to watch this kid put on quite a show? Well, I think you just got to keep doing what you're doing, right? I mean, there have been, it, it's been years since the Lions have been able to engage their fan base. And as a friend told me one time, you can't turn the Queen Mary on a dime. Mm. Right? So um, it's going to take a while to turn things around. But, you know, a pretty good indicator. We had dinner last night with the co general manager of the team, Neil McAvoy. I don't know how many, I think it was like, I don't know, five or 10,000 Nathan Rourke jerseys that they'd That's right. bought in from their mer- merchandise shop, yep. and they were sold out within a day or two. That's fantastic. Right? So, you know, if, if you've got a Nathan Rourke jersey right now, consider yourself lucky because they're a pretty hot ticket. And, you know, just to hear that, the fact that, you know, those jerseys can't stay on the shelves long enough tells you the fact that he has connected with a lot of fans, and a lot of fans are excited about Nathan Rourke. That's right, and the good news is they'll be restocked, hopefully, in time for the next home game against Saskatchewan. So if you were looking to get a Nathan Rourke jersey, it's uh, still possible by the time the next home game rolls around. Yeah, it's a couple of weeks, because obviously next week uh, the team's in Saskatchewan to take on the Rough Riders in the first of a home-and-home home Well, that's right. It's the home-and-home. Home. It's the back-to-back against the Riders, and the, and the Stampeders are a great setup for that because it's not going to get easier next door in Regina, is it? No, I mean, the next stretch of games for the Lions, I think the next six out of the seven games they play are within the division. So, And, you know, you're talking about the Calgarys and the Saskatchewans. So, you know, it, the other thing, too, when you look at this game, a couple of weeks ago the Lions had an opportunity to distance themselves with the Rough Riders, and they did. I mean, a win today by the Lions, and they're two games up on Calgary. Right. right. That's pretty big. If they lose, then they're tied. So a tremendous opportunity for the Lions to distance themselves from the Stampeders. And the other thing, too, is, you know, now you've got one game in the best-of-three season series, which acts as a tiebreaker should the teams uh, come up tied in the standings at the end of the year. So it's the classic four-pointer this afternoon, Bob. Exactly. There you go. Just like the old days in hockey. <laughs> That's right. Thanks to Sterling Fox, Stan Smeals, Amos Grenin, 
You remember those days. I certainly do. Bob, thanks for this. Appreciate you getting up early on game day to join us on the radio back home in Vancouver. Have a great game this afternoon. Thanks, Sterling. Always a treat talking to you. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.